from America. You're listening to the Hip Hop Patriots. Ladies and gentlemen, how you doing? It is that time. It is live at five. Thank you so much. Welcome to Live from America. Today is February 10th, year of our Lord, 2021, 5 p.m. Eastern time. I am your ever so humble, God-fearing, but God-loving host, Jeremy Harrell. I'd like to say hello to Michelle and Tanya Tanya from uh, Washington State. Good to see you. I'd like to give a shout out to Jennifer Love, who just became a new subscriber of mine on Telegram. Uh, We have James Dillon from Tennessee. I will be in Tennessee on February 20th. And if you are in the great state of Tennessee on February 20th, I will announce probably the day before where I'm going to be, where I'm going to be speaking, what I'm going to be doing. And if uh, if you're in the area... I definitely want you to uh, to to come out and, and see me speak. I'd love to meet you uh, if you're in the Tennessee area on February 20th. All right, we have uh, TD, TD TD from Washington State. I don't know your whole name. It just says TD. So shout out to you. Thank you for joining in tonight. Um, who else we got in here? Chris from Virginia. How you doing? And we have Angela says, hey, 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 from the great state of Texas. The great state of Texas is doing many great things. Cynthia from Virginia. Nice to see you. Thank you for joining in. Um, who else we got in here? The <laughs> names are going so fast. I can't even read. Linda from Concord, New Hampshire. A fellow New Hampshireite. How you doing, Linda? I appreciate you, and I appreciate you being in my wonderful state of New Hampshire. Hopefully you can uh, vote for me the next time I run for office. Uh, who else we got in here? We have Mary Rogers from the state of Washington. We have Catherine. How you doing? She says, I look forward to your show every day. Well, I look forward to you joining in every day. Carla Reynolds from the great state of Georgia. Um, I think that's said Georgia anyway. If I got it wrong, I'm sorry. Jason Hart from Indiana. And um, we have, let's see, one more. Ryan Pryor. From the state of California, which we all know went red anyways. So I appreciate you guys joining in. If you could do me a favor, since we can't share here on YouTube, click the um, the share link below and copy the link. Go over to your Telegram. Go over to your Facebook. You got a couple minutes and share the link because it should share live. And we want to make sure that we spread the word uh, that we are live and that uh, that everybody knows about it. You know what I mean? Um, so uh, as we do every day here, if you're new here on, on uh, Live from America, we give our love. We give our honor. We give our respect and our attention to the Lord Almighty uh, and our Savior, Jesus Christ, before we start the show. And uh, we ask Him to bless the show, and we ask Him to cover us in an armor of God. So in the evening times, I read from uh, a, a wonderful devotional and motivational book that I read from every morning, which is Jesus Calling. And uh, today, on February 10th, it says, Trust me enough to spend ample time with me, pushing back the demands of the day. Refuse to feel guilty about something that is so pleasing to me, the king of the universe. Because I am omnipotent, I am able to bend time and events in your favor. You will find that you can accomplish more in less time after you've given yourself to me in rich communion. Also, as you align yourself with my perspective, you can sort out what is important and what is not important. Don't fall into the trap of being constantly on the go. Many, many things people do in my name have no value in my kingdom. To avoid doing meaningless works, 
Stay in continual communication with me. I will instruct you and teach you in the way you should go. I will counsel you with my eye upon you. And that is referencing Psalm, or as Joe Biden, Mr. Corn Pop Harry Legs would call it, Palmas, uh, Psalm 8, which reads, because we like to go to the, to the book um, after, we, after we read from Jesus' calling, and it says, I will instruct you and teach you in the way you should go. I will counsel you with my eye on you. All right, now I want to kind of touch on that verse real quick while you guys are sharing and getting the word out that we're live. Um, it's so true. Ladies and gentlemen, we, we get so caught up in the rat race. We get so caught up in meaningless stuff. And we'll, we, we, you will find that if you give your honor, your attention, and, your, and your, um, your praise to the Lord every morning, and you are in consistent communication with him out throughout the day, when you get a glass of water, just look to the sky and say, thank you for, for quenching my thirst. When you have... Um, when, when, when a package arrives on time, when you, can, when you make it to work without uh, accident or without anything happening, thank God. Let him know. You know. Talk to him like he's right there in the car with you. Because when you do that, ladies and gentlemen, your focus is on what is important and you find that you get a lot more done in less time. I can promise you that. And this is coming from somebody who walked for 36 years without the Lord. And uh, every day I come closer to him and every day I get better and better and better and I sin less and less. And, uh, and I got a sinful nature, just like most of you guys do. You know, I love, I love uh, uh, you know, making fun of people like Corn Pop and stuff like that. And I know we're not supposed to do that, but we're also, we're also blessed with a sense of humor too. You know what I mean? Um, so uh, Carla Reynolds says, amen, amen, exactly. All right, so I want to let you guys know to make sure uh, that you go to jeremyherald.com and scroll down and sign up for the newsletter. I'm starting to send out morning scripture, morning devotional. I'm starting to uh, communicate with you guys more. And um, if you if you uh, if you sign up for that newsletter, uh, then you'll you'll stay in constant contact with, with me no matter what happens, no matter what platform decides to deplatform us. Uh, next, and make sure you also subscribe on this channel down below and click the notification bell so you're notified. And if you go to my website at 11 o'clock or 5 o'clock, it'll always redirect you uh, to the live show as well. Um, so make sure you guys do that. Check out jeremyherald.com. Now, before we get to the show, let's give our honor one more time and say the Lord's Prayer. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, I'm so glad you guys are here. Today, actually, we got, you know what we got today? I was so happy when I was, when I was putting together tonight's show. Um, so happy. And, and, and you might say, why are you so, why are you so happy when you're putting together the news, right? There's always so much bad. Well, guys, today's news is filled with so much good. I have so much good to leave on you today for Live from America. When you get done tonight and you go have dinner, or when you go spend time with your family, you're going to feel a little bit happier. You're going to feel a little bit happier, uh, having watched today's show. And you're going to want to share this. Uh, on all your other platforms, because people are going to want to know what what's going on today. Why is everybody so happy? Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna explain to you. Uh, we got about I don't know seven eight topics, and I'd say five of them are good news. Okay, um, 
So here we go. We're going to get into the first uh, first bit of good news, and that is 14 states are now coming together and working together. United we stand, divided we fall, right? We got 14 states that are working together and that are threatening. Now, when I say the word threatening, this is the first step to say uh, to tell Mr. Corn Pop to, uh, to, to do right and rescind his uh, phony and fake executive order um, that, he, that he used his crayons to, to sign that the left put in front of him because he has no idea what he's signing. Um, they're giving him an opportunity to, to, to rescind his uh, executive order as it relates to the Keystone Pipeline because look at, all the, look at all the people that are going out of work. Look at all the people that are losing their jobs. I talk to real people daily who are already at risk of losing their jobs or being laid off or notified that they're not going to be working after a certain date. Um, so 14 states are threatening to sue Biden over his fake and, and phony executive order to stop the Keystone Pipeline because of how it will destroy their state economically. And not only their state economically, but families that make up that state. Okay. Um, and even Canada, ladies and gentlemen, you know, when you have made Canada so mad that Justin Trudeau and everybody up in Canada decides that they want to sue you for the same thing, you know you've messed up because Canada doesn't really get involved in anything confrontational at all, ever. Nobody, nobody fights with Canada and Canada doesn't fight with anybody. All right, but Canada was one of the uh, was one of the partners in the USMCA, and uh, Mexico and Canada were doing very well under President Donald J. Trump. Well, in comes Mr. Harry Legs himself. Uh, I got Harry Legs, and uh, and I'm going to sign a true international depressor for the American people. A true international depressor. Well, he's come in and he signed that executive order. Now, 14 states and Canada. Uh, are, are going to be filing lawsuits uh, against Joe Biden. I believe Canada already has, okay? And, and this is what I was telling you guys, ladies and gentlemen. This is what I was telling you about how powerful the states are. States have more power than the federal government. They really do in so many different, in, in, in so many different uh, areas. And we need, to, we need to continue on um, for the next two years, four years, whatever we're stuck with, with, uh, with Mr. Harry Legs himself. Uh, we, need to, we need to remember that. And we need to continue to work at a state level to, um, to, to, to pretty much ignore everything he's doing. Ignore everything he's doing. His executive orders will have no real power or no meaning behind them if the states decide we're not dealing with it. Same thing with uh, South Dakota. I reported on uh, on Monday's show that South Dakota was was the first state to really say, we're going to make it so that we don't have to follow your executive orders if they're A, unconstitutional, or if, they, or if it B, hurts our state in any economic way whatsoever. Okay, so I just want to I want to give a big shout out to all those states out there, those northern states um, who are working together. And I, I, I wish Michigan w- would, would get on that as well. You know what I mean? Because um, there's so many people hurting, ladies and gentlemen, there's so many people hurting already. And it's not even 30 days in, not even 30 days in. And look at the cr- look at the the crap that this guy has caused. You know what I mean? So um, definitely keep it. We'll keep an eye out on that. And uh uh, I'll give you a list of the states. I did not write down the list of states. It actually, when I was reading uh, the articles and researching, it did not say which 14 states it was. Uh, so I will make sure that that I get that information for you. Um, moving on to some not so good news. Uh, resident, resident Biden, because I'll never call him President Biden, resident, because you know Trump was elected by the people. Biden was selected by the swamp. Uh, resident Biden is uh, firing 56 U.S. attorneys. We already talked about that on yesterday's show. Okay. But uh, today we find out that his most recent 
uh, firing will be U.S. Attorney Billy Williams. And the reason why we're specifically talking about U.S. Attorney Billy Williams right now, guys, is because he, uh, what his claim to fame is, A, he was a Trump-appointed U.S. Attorney, number one. And that is, that's the primary reason why um, uh, Corn Pop wants to get rid of him to begin with, because he's a Trump-appointed U.S. Attorney. All right. But his claim to fame is that he has charged and prosecuted more Antifa members than any other prosecuting attorney in the country. We can't have that, right? We can't have that. We can talk about we can talk about Trump supporters being insurrectionists. We can talk about Trump supporters being terrorists and the new word reality denialists. Reality denial terrorists or whatever the whatever the heck it is, okay. But we can't have we can't have a, a, a U.S. attorney out there putting real criminals like Antifa and 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 members of BLM who are out there caused billions of dollars worth of damage and killed people. No, 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 no. So Mr. Billy Williams has two strikes against him when it comes to the true international depression, President Biden. Um, a, he's put more Antifa members in prison than anybody else, and B, he was appointed by Trump. So if you can reach out uh, to U.S. Attorney Billy Williams in any way, shape, or form, whether it be Telegram, Facebook, Instagram, wherever you can find him, Twitter, uh, reach out and show him, um, reach out and show him some love, uh, because he needs to know that the people, the actual people of the United States, the people that elected the guy that put him in his job to begin with, we have his back. Um, his name is Billy Williams, B-I-L-L-Y-W-I-L-L-I-A-M-S, Billy Williams. Um, somebody said, should we send razors to Mr. Hairy Legs? Well, you know, he's, you know, it turns blonde in the summer. So if it turns blonde in the summer, you really can't see it anyway. And, and the kids used to rub it in, 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 in the water so that, <laughs> so that it used to float down and they used to love doing that. And that's when he learned a lot about cockroaches, matter of fact. So, you know, maybe if you send him some razors, he'll teach you, he'll send you a little postcard and teach you all about cockroaches and kids jumping on his lap because he loves it. <laughs> anyway, let's talk about some good news real quick, shall we? Um, we're going to kind of go in and out of good and bad news until we get to the end. And then I got like four good stories right in a row. All right. Um, so, uh, <laughs> sorry, White House Budget Director nominee Nira Tandon was being grilled by the Senate because she's a nominee of president of uh, of resident Biden. Excuse me, I almost slipped up there, and uh, she was being grilled by se- by senators. Now I want to give two senators a shout out real quick, and I would never give the second one a shout out on anything except when somebody does something good, regardless of what side they they claim to be on. We got to acknowledge that. We got to let people know when they do a good job, right? Because some of them never do a good job. All right. So Nira Tandon was being grilled by senators. And the first senator that really grilled her pretty heavy was Senator John Kennedy. Now, Senator John Kennedy really grilled her hard about her past statements on Twitter, where she went on, she went in on everyone. She, when she, when she would go off on Twitter, she would go off on people on the left and on the right. And she would say some pretty heinous things. You think President Trump says bad things? You think President Trump makes Chris Matthews uh, not get a tangle up his leg? Well, this lady said some really mean things. I'm not even going to repeat some of the things that we, that she said. Um, but I will say that Senator John Kennedy would not let up on her. 
He said, did you mean what you said when you said that? And she goes, Senator, I regret what I said. He goes, did you mean what you said? She goes, Senator, I've already said I regretted what he said. And he cut her off. He said, I said, did you mean what you said? Somebody said, and you're a white supremacist, but that's okay. <laughs> yeah, all you got to do is look into my background and look and, and just and, and Google a little bit about me and you'll find out that that's anything, that's the farthest thing from the truth. But nice try. Anyway, um, uh, Senator Kennedy would not let her, would not let her at all, ladies and gentlemen. He would not let her get away with it. He wanted her to say, did you mean it or were you a liar? And she kept saying, sir, I, I, I Senator, I didn't, um, I, I really regret what I said. No. Did you mean it? Did you mean it? Is it the same thing that I would like to do? I would like to see President Trump's lawyers get, like I said earlier, Maxine Waters and Cory Booker. I'd like to see him put all of them on the stand and say, did you mean what you said when you said to go out and get in Trump uh, supporters faces and all that? And he grilled her. He said, did you mean it? And finally, she said, well, I'm, after about two, three minutes of grilling or saying the same thing over and over again, she says, well, I guess I must have meant it when I did it, but I really regret it now. Then the second person that I am going to shout out, believe it or not, is Senator Bernie Sanders because he grilled her and didn't grill her as, as rough as John Kennedy did, but he said there's no room and, and there's no room for, uh, for, for her and what she said. Uh, there's, no, there's no excuse for it and she shouldn't be talking like that and she should be ashamed of herself for the things that she tweeted. Okay, so I got to give it to Bernie Sanders on that one too. Bernie Sanders, he's my neighbor over here in Vermont, all right? And, he, and he's never had a job in his life Never had a real job in his life. He used to write stories about fantasy stories about women getting raped. And when he was doing that, he was sleeping on people's couches. He never had a nine to five job in his life until he got, you know, elected the mayor of Burlington, Vermont. And then all of a sudden he's got four houses and 15 cars and millions of dollars. But yet you should pay for everybody. That's Bernie Sanders. I got to give, hey, I got to give Bernie Sanders, uh, I got to give him his, his, his props on this one because he actually called somebody out on his side. So thanks a lot, Bernie Sanders. We appreciate that very much. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but let's talk about this impeachment real quick, ladies and gentlemen. I don't really want to talk about it much because it's such a reality TV show scam. It's such a, it's such a, a pile of dog, you know what, to watch. I, I can't even really watch it. So I, what I do is I go and I take little excerpts from it. Uh, but what I will say is, that this impeachment, the only reason it's continuing to go on is political theater and to, and to drag President Trump's name through it because they already know, they already know they don't have the votes. For, there, there's, there's not even close to 17 senators on the, on the GOP that are going to even, that, that are even going to come close to, to voting the Democrats uh, on, on the side of the Democrats to, to convict President Trump. And they know this because they had to vote on whether it was unconstitutional or not. So they can't even go back on that now. The only dirtbag who did was the one from Louisiana who's already being censured by his state GOP. So, um, uh, the, what, you're really, what we're really dealing with here, ladies and gentlemen, is a distraction. And do you want to know what that distraction is actually there for? Well, it's, it's there to, to, to cover up the following. 50-plus tyrannical emer uh, executive orders by Mr. Corn Pop himself who has no idea what he's even signing, 
Tens of thousands of blue collar workers who are either in the, um, in threat of losing their job, at risk of losing their job, or who are already lost their job. We've had more people die of the coronavirus since resident Biden has sat uh, legally in the White House um, than died in Vietnam. Uh, we have China threatening its neighbors once again, uh, which they wouldn't do under President Trump because why? Peace through strength. And we have a horrible vaccine rollout that is that that is just astronomically uh, ridiculous. Uh, the people that want it can't get it because the rollout was so bad. And we have Antifa and other violence in the streets that has nothing to do with the deplorables whatsoever. It has everything to do with left-wing crazy extremists. That, ladies and gentlemen, is why you're seeing this political theater. To take your eyes off of the terrible job that in less than 30 days, Corn Pop has done himself. That is why you're seeing this phony, fake political theater impeachment. Okay. Um, speaking of phony and fake and crazy and ridiculous, let's talk about Eric Swalwell for a minute. Eric Swalwell, who just got done a relationship, a physical and emotional relationship with a Chinese spy. He gets to be on all these Intel committees and he gets classified information, even though we know, including the trolls that are in here watching right now, that he slept with and gave information to a Chinese spy as early as the beginning of this year, ladies and gentlemen, we have Eric Swalwell up there saying the following, and I quote, <clears throat> the president's dangerous rhetoric brought people to our front door and put us in danger. I heard him say that live. I actually popped on live to hear him say that. And I wrote that down. I want to rephrase what I want to just say that again. The president's dangerous rhetoric um, uh, brought people to our front door and put us in danger. Uh, whose front door? Whose front door is that, Eric Swalwell? Because last I checked, it didn't belong to you. Matter of fact, you've been given information to a Chinese spy. You should be locked up. Whose front door? Do you mean our front door? The, the front door that we pay for? The, in, in, in the Capitol building that, that, that we pay for? Are, are you talking about that same front door that has a, a huge fence with barbed wire around it that we the people are not even allowed to pass without being called trespassers or terrorists, even though it's ours? That would be like... That would be like you guys right now, or the trolls that are in here, going and putting up a fence and barbed wire around my house and telling me that I can't go into it, even though I pay for it. It belongs to me. It does not belong to them. You don't call that fascism. You don't call that a dictatorship. You don't call that domestic terrorism right there. Are you kidding me? Our, fr our front door? Our front door? What do you do? Besides sleep with Chinese spies and give away American secrets and cry like a petulant child about a man who was the best president in the United States history. You and Fang Fang, right? Scumbag. Dirtbag alert, everybody. Eric Swalwell. Here's some good news, though. Are you ready for this? Hillary Clinton made the news today. Yvonne <laughs> says, come on, man. Exactly. So Hillary Clinton made the news today. You want to know what she made the news today for? Well, I'll tell you what she didn't make the news for today. She didn't make the news for any kind of presidential address because <laughs> she never made it. She didn't sign an executive order because she never would ever, she never became, she never even came within a mile of the White House. Nope, nope. Hillary Clinton made the news today because she wanted to come out and run her losing gums and, and say the following. 
If GOP senators don't vote to convict former President Donald Trump, it proves that the jury um, is included in his uh, in his co-conspirators. So basically what she's saying is that if they don't vote to convict President Donald J. Trump, then they are co-conspirators to what happened on January 6th. And what she's really doing, ladies and gentlemen, besides saying things that nobody cares about, like literally, the person who cares least is probably Bill, her own husband, who rapes people as it is. Um, (laughs) She says she's really setting the stage and planting the seeds so that when this impeachment is over and President Trump does not get convicted, that she can continue uh, to lead the charge uh, from the far left to call senators terrorists. Because we all know that from now on, anybody can be labeled a terrorist. Anybody. And, and Marco Rubio is trying to make it so you, don't even, you can't even have a gun if they call you a terrorist. So she is literally trying to say any senator who does not convict uh, President Donald J. Trump, it proves that, they are, that the jury are just co-conspirators in the entire thing. Well, last I checked, Hillary Clinton, you've never won anything. You got stripped of your license to practice law uh, when you were younger. You became senator because uh, another very popular senator who was beating you actually mysteriously died in a plane crash, uh, allowing you to walk right through. You deleted 33,000 emails. You were involved in Anthony Weiner's pedophile weird laptop stuff. And you destroyed physical evidence that belongs to we the people with hammers and bleach bits. I don't think anybody really cares what you have to say, although I thought it was really funny that you came out to run your gums today about something that, uh, that you have no skin in any game. So Hillary Clinton, thank you. Bye-bye now. You can, go back to your, uh, you can go back to your cave or go back to wherever it is that you're living, Hildebeest, and uh, just, thought I'd, just thought I'd bring that up. Um, I want to talk about, um, before we get to just tons of good news, I want to talk about the CDC uh, constantly changing the science behind the COVID-19 pandemic. Ooh, the scary pandemic, right? So I want to talk about this real quick. If you would have posted on Facebook or on Twitter in March of 2020 that the coronavirus is so deadly that everybody has to wear a mask. You would have been flagged by third-party, third-rate fact-checkers, and you probably would have been suspended on Facebook and Twitter for saying that everybody needs to wear a mask or everybody's going to die. Okay? You probably would have been flagged by saying that's not true, that you're trying to make it worse than it actually is, and you're getting ahead of the CDC. That was the science back then. Well, then, ladies and gentlemen, the science changed. And all of a sudden, everybody had to wear a mask. Now, Dr. Fauci wants you to wear seven masks, the whole box of masks. He wants you to strap a pillow on your face and cut two holes where your eyes are so you can see where you're walking, okay? It's constantly changing. But if you post anything outside of the constantly changing science that's fact, then you will be suspended from Twitter or Facebook. So now, if you were to post that you don't need a mask, you'll be suspended from Facebook and Twitter. And I just thought that was really odd, that if you would have posted in March of 2020 that everybody needed to wear a mask, you would have been flagged and suspended. But then, see what it is, ladies and gentlemen, it's not about the virus. It's not about facts. It's not about the ever-changing liberal science. No, 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 ladies and gentlemen. It was never about any of that. 
It was about compliance, control, and the election. And I might be the only one to say that on video, on a platform, and not be scared about what the consequences are. Because that's my opinion. Okay? I'm not a scientist. I'm no Dr. Fauci. Thank God Almighty I'm not Dr. Fauci. But in my opinion, it was never about any of that. It was about compliance, control, and the election. Power. Unlimited power. That's what it was about. Because how can the science... That's the thing about science. You know, that's, a, that's, why I don't, that's why I don't believe in evolution. That's why I believe in the Almighty God and the Word of God. Because that's something that has never changed. But it's something that always proves to be right. However, science changes so much. In just a year, it went from don't wear a mask, that's crazy, to wear the whole box of masks. Buy a whole box and wear them so you can't breathe and pass out and die. Meanwhile, my three-year-old daughter, which is the youngest of my five children, thinks that when you don't wear a mask, that there's something wrong. Our children, my children, watch TV, and when they see uh, movies of people going to stores, in, in and out of stores freely without wearing a mask, they say, that's weird. My son said to me, that's weird, Dad. I said, what's weird? He said that these people are going in and shopping, this was at Christmas time, that these people are going in shopping without masks. I said, that's weird to you? He said, yeah. See, it's not weird to people like you and I because we grew up, we, we've lived our whole lives without them. But these young kids, the, a, a year to them is like a decade. And they're so used to this now. And I, it takes me back to what President Donald Trump said. Remember when he said that the cure can't be worse than the actual sickness itself or the disease itself? And now everybody walks around with a masky pad on their face like it's like, like they're Darth Vader. And it makes me sick. It actually makes me 100% sick sick and I don't have my thing but I, I constantly wear my mask exempt card everywhere I go everywhere I go there's a few exceptions like I said there's a few exceptions like my local barber who I want to stay in business I'll go in there and get my hair cut from him I'll throw a mask on I'll keep it below my nose so I can actually breathe but I'll throw one on for certain for certain circumstances but definitely not to make you feel better it's not my job to make you feel better it's not my job especially if you're wearing a masks right because, hey, if masks work, why haven't they? Isn't that weird? Anyway, those are just my opinions uh, for, for the platform and for people watching. Don't take, don't take my advice literal. Those are my opinions on this opinionated entertainment show. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's get to some good news now. You ready for this? Here we go. Earlier I posted... Uh, earlier, I think it was like 10 o'clock, I posted that Mark Cuban, the owner of the Dallas Mavericks, was going to ban the national anthem because he didn't want to put his players at any kind of risk of being targeted on social media for kneeling for the national anthem. You know, instead of being a boss, like I said earlier, instead of being a boss and saying, hey, stand up for the national anthem or you'll never play here again. No, 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 no. Uh, Mark Cuban decided he was going to... Um, ban the national anthem. Well, I got some good news, ladies and gentlemen. The NBA came out after a complete, a full day of everybody on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, Telegram, uh, Twitter, just bashing Mark Cuban left and right and saying, we're done watching the NBA. I was done anyway. But so many millions of people did it today that the NBA came out and actually overrode Mark Cuban. They were They came out and they said, nope, not happening. Every team that belongs to the NBA 
And this was a great move by the NBA, but it wasn't because of merit, ladies and gentlemen. It wasn't because they agreed with you or agreed with me. It was because they saw more fans deciding they were going to leave. And the NBA just came off its worst viewer season ever. The viewership on TV was the worst it's ever been. They can't afford to lose even one person anymore, ladies and gentlemen. So the NBA came out and they overrode Mark Cuban's uh, order for his team to, to not play the National Anthem, or for the Dallas Mavericks uh, and the arena not to play the National Anthem. And they said, nope, if you belong to the NBA, you will be playing the National Anthem, period. No room for review, no room for discussion. So I'd actually like to applaud the NBA, regardless of the reason that they did it. Ladies and gentlemen, at least we get to continue to show our flag, the one right behind me, the honor that it so deserves. And I think it's kind of funny, don't you, that Mark Cuban, who made his billions of dollars because of the capitalistic system that we live in, because of the wonderful economic freedom that we have in this country, that is how Mark Cuban made his billions of dollars, because of that and what it stands for right back there. But then he wants to turn his back like so many scumbags do, in this liberal world, and they want to, it just made me sick. It made me actually sick. Again, my opinion. Can't block me for my opinion, right? I'm not telling people what to do or telling people how to think. People tune in to get facts and then my opinions on those facts. And my opinion is, that's a scumbag move. But I thank the NBA for standing up and saying, you will continue to play the national anthem, sir, or else you won't have a team. She says, all that pandering. Exactly. <laughs> Didn't pay off so well, did it? All right, more good news. Telegram, ladies and gentlemen, which you can find me on. Please subscribe to me on Telegram. Um, uh, live from America, all capital letters. I signed up Saturday night. I already have pushing 10,000 subscribers. I love it over there. It's great. It's not a full-fledged social network, uh, but that's okay. It's a, great, uh, it's a great place to be, and it's a great... Uh, it's a great place to be with no censorship, I can tell you that. So Telegram, it was announced today that the app actually made it on the top worldwide download charts. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. In just a few short weeks, Telegram has made it on the top charts, the top app charts of the top downloaded apps. Isn't that awesome? Isn't that just amazing and awesome? I'm so excited about that. Somebody said, what's up with Freedom Fan? So um, I'm going to give you an update on that right now. Um, I spoke to them yesterday and I spoke to them today. Matter of fact, I was on the phone with them right before I came on here. And, you know, the tech world, like Parler was supposed to be back up on Monday. So one thing I've learned about the tech world, especially when it comes to full-fledged social media networks like this that are just so complex, it's very hard to put a specific date on it. Um, but they're, I know they're looking at Friday. I posted that on Telegram today, that they're looking at Friday. So that keep our fingers crossed uh, that nothing happens. But, you know, patience is a virtue, and uh, I'll, I'll, I'll wait for freedom if I have to. You know what I mean? But Telegram, this is, this is the time for Telegram to shine. And I just want to give a sh shout-out to Telegram for being on the, on the worldwide top uh, downloads. I think that's incredible. And, and Don Jr., I think, was the first conservative over there to reach over a million subscribers. So big shout-out to Don Jr., too. Okay, more good news. You ready for this? Palm Beach City Council. Now, Palm Beach has been trying to get President Trump removed from Mar-a-Lago as a residency. They did not want him to live 
in Mar-a-Lago because they said that you can't live in a country club, that it cannot be your place of residence. Well, last week, the town lawyer uh, actually said that that's probably not true and that that, any, that everything in the um, everything in the law says that he can live there uh, as because he's, he's the owner of the business, which makes him basically an employer, uh, an employee of the business because employees can live there. Well, ladies and gentlemen, they came out today and Palm Beach City Council and the town lawyer came to the conclusion that they cannot stop President Trump from living at Mar-a-Lago. Why? Because he has daily duties there, which includes walking around and making sure that everything's okay, holding events, um, uh, and basically making sure that everything's running in tip-top shape. I mean, there was very, very, it was a very gray area the way that, uh, the way that it was described, but basically what you need to take away from it is that President Trump can live at Mar-a-Lago and that they can't kick him out of there. And as much as they tried, it's not going to work. It's not going to work because it's it's against the law. So he gets to live there and uh, the Southern White House will stay intact and President Trump will continue to run his operation out of there. And as soon as the fake, fake phony impeachment is done, he's going to be Woo, he's going to be rallying. He's going to be all over the place again. And I can't wait for that. And I just love the fact that Palm Beach uh, City Council and the town lawyer couldn't really do anything about it. Now, I will tell you this. Philip Johnston, who is a uh, representative for the town, he argued uh, against Trump and said that Trump's presence there would, quote, spoil the town's atmosphere. Okay? And then he says, going on, quote, uh, we don't need any of his lawless supporters hanging around here. Well, Philip Johnston, I don't know when the last time you looked at social media or the last time that you actually opened your eyes and looked out of your window there in Palm Beach, but every time President Trump decides to leave or come home, he is greeted by thousands and thousands of people lining the streets to welcome him home or to bid him a farewell to wherever he's going. The people of Palm Beach do not agree with you, Philip Johnston, you representative of the town, and they don't agree with your quote saying that they, Trump would spoil the town's atmosphere and we don't need any of his lawless supporters hanging around here. I beg to differ. I think you do need his supporters hanging around there because we're the ones that spend the money. We're the ones that have day jobs. We're the ones that work and pay taxes. We're the ones that make the world go round. Not the ones out there who are living in their mommy's basement wearing tight skinny jeans with black rim glasses, man buns in their hair, who don't know how to do anything but, but uh, criticize and troll and can't take an insult for the life of them because they'll curl up like a ball in the fetal position and cry and pee their pants until mommy comes and changes them and that live off their mommies and daddies and live on their mommy and daddy's insurance until they're 25 years old. No, 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 no. We're not those people. We're the ones that actually pay to make the world go round. So you should be lucky and counting your lucky stars that those lawless deplorables are actually hanging around there because they're a blessing sent from God. Tell me I'm wrong. Tell me I'm wrong. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I actually um, was also kicked off of... Um, uh, I was at my, my Instagram page was also removed because it was attached to Facebook, but I've started a, a new Instagram. So you can find me at Jeremy R. Harrell on Instagram. You can find me at Jeremy R. Harrell on Telegram. And you can also look up my public page on Telegram, which is live from America. I do not post privately on my private page. So there's nothing there to look at. I only have that so that I can have a public channel on Telegram. Also for everything else, for daily podcasts, for music, 
Rebirth of America, Build the Wall, Drain the Swamp, any of that great MAGA music, go to my website, jeremyherald.com, sign up for the newsletter, go down the rabbit hole there. There's also new merch. You can get your Armor of God gear again. If you go to the website now, you can click on and get new Armor of God hoodies, Armor of God shirts. There's more uh, items that are going to be going on to the store every day for the next two weeks. And uh, also, if you if you can, consider becoming a monthly donor as we grow this into a full-fledged network. Ben Berkwin will be a host over here. We're going to get uh, Fog City Midge, hopefully, to be a host over here. Will Johnson will have a segment uh, on this on this network, and we're also going to get pastors to give the word and give a little bit of theology on the weekends on on LFA Network, Live from America Network. So that's the plans, ladies and gentlemen. That's what we're working towards. I want to say thank you so much uh, for watching today, watching this evening, and remember, there are right ways, there are wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall. Keep your shoulders back, your chest out, and your head up high because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. We'll see you tomorrow at 11 a.m. for more Live from America with your host, the hip-hop patriot, Jeremy Harrell. Have a great day. God bless you. God bless your families. God bless President Trump. And God bless the United States of America. Have a great night, ladies and gentlemen. Be safe. See you later. Long as I'm bleeding, I'ma never stop screaming that we first in America.